The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Radio Network. Welcome in, everybody, to the early line. We are live right here on Sports Grid on a delightful Wednesday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, and I'm joined, as always, by Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, how are you? It is Wednesday. It feels like Christmas Eve. Why is that? The NFL is taking center stage on Thursday Night Football between the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't want to go to sleep tonight. I feel like I need to open this present on Christmas Eve, Kevin, but... We still have to wait one more day, but you know what we're going to do in exchange? Give out some season-long props in the NFL, Kevin. What a show we got going on today. There is, as Donnie just said, a lot to deliver here. Player props, season-long, a lot to get to. We'll talk MVP. We'll talk Super Bowl. But let's start it off with our 7-7 seven and seven top headlines with some NFL news where the Baltimore Ravens have added to their running back room by bringing in Le'Veon Bell, Donnie. And yeah, big name goes to a big team because they need bodies at running back. I don't know how much we're going to reach into this one because he was signed to the practice squad, which he can be activated at any time. Maybe more, though, Kevin, as I said, a big name acquisition as a big game type of player. But we'll see how it plays out for Le'Veon Bell and what he has left in the tank. Some good stuff for Hot or Not that will involve Le'Veon Bell. Some other running back news. The Saints and Latavius Murray parting ways. The Saints and Lat Murray not able to come to agreement on some contract stuff. Sees him leave New Orleans. Yeah, I can't believe this happens a few days before the season starts here. Latavius Murray's been a very good backup running back. Nice one-two punch combination with Alvin Kamara, and they're going to quibble over a couple dollars here before the season starts and not work this out months ago. Just some odd circumstances here for the Saints as they try to take on the Packers week one out of town on a neutral site. Interesting stuff there. Looks like more and more and more Alvin Kamara, although perhaps Sean Payton will just make Taysom Hill the full-time running back if he has his way. We also got a fresh AP Top 25. The Georgia Bulldogs climb all the way up to the second spot. They knock Clemson out of the top five. Yeah, how about that? Knocking Clemson out of the top five. Number one in the country, Alabama, with who? The SEC. Number two with Georgia, who? The SEC, Kevin. The world is right when the SEC is sitting on top of the standings. Three of those top five spots belonging to SEC teams. Some real other interesting movement happening within this, including UCLA going from unranked to 16th in the country we will talk about the ap top 25 though within our number one switching over to major league baseball some unfortunate news for the new york yankees one they can't hit again two garrett cole had to leave his start early with some hamstring tightness it wasn't too long ago kevin hey 13-game win streak for those New York Yankees. Garrett Cole pitching like he actually wrapped up the Cy Young Award. And then you look down and say, now they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. This is the absolute worst time to go on a losing streak. But even more devastating, losing your hammer on the mound that has been pitching so well. Yeah. We'll see how long-term this is. Because when we talk about long-term, Kevin, it better be only maybe one start. Because if not, not too much time left in the season to get back in there and make some waves. Whoa, Yankees, hold on, Kevin. Hold on to your seats. Here come the Blue Jays. Every single team around Toronto lost last night, which you never want to see. The reports are that the Yankees were being very, very cautious with Garrett Cole. He remains the AL Cy Young favorite at minus 125. We bring the radio audience into the fold here. Appreciate everybody listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you on this Wednesday morning, continuing to talk about some of the top headlines from Major League Baseball. How about Blake Snell? Donnie pitching a perfect 
six innings and eventually getting a loss as the Padres are shut out by the Angels for nothing. Unbelievable stuff. And you know me, Kevin. You see that time right now? 7.06 on Wednesday morning, September the 8th. Wait till September the 10th when everything picks up on their schedule. But if you're looking at Blake Snell, his last three starts, Kevin, 20, what is it, 21 and two-thirds innings that he's pitched. He's given up three earned runs, 10 Ks, 10 Ks, and 11 Ks. He has one win to show for that. Come on, Padres, help out your pitcher. This isn't the Jacob deGrom syndrome, right, where, hey, we can't get any runs for this guy and pick up victories. What an unbelievable performance, and it ends up, Kevin, in a loss. Just bizarre and not the type of wiggle room that that San Diego team has. The Astros walked it off against the Seattle Mariners, a bottom of the ninth inning, two-run homer for Alex Bregman, sent it into extra innings, and then Carlos Correa with the RBI double at the bottom of the tenth to win it for the Strohs. Yeah, 12 hits, five earned runs, or five runs scored there for the Astros. Maybe coming alive a little bit here and also, you know, cooling down those Mariners. Check the Mariners are 75 and 64 still on the season, 35 and 35 away. Hanging around as we thought a closer gets traded and maybe they were dead in the water. Not so fast here, Kevin. We'll see how this plays out for the rest of September. Going to be a very interesting AL West race to watch that AL wild card specifically. The NL East, though, continuing to watch some of those teams that were left for dead put results up as the New York Mets have now got themselves above 500, Donnie, winning eight of their last 10 baseball games. Yeah, I thought they would be able to hit last night versus Miami. They did nine runs in that game, but take a look at how sloppy some of these baseball games can be, Kevin. Three errors by the Mets, three also by the Marlins. Six errors in the ballgame, 13 total runs here. Here come the Mets. That NL East is wild. Also, here comes Pete Alonso starting to really see the ball well. Hit a huge bomb in that game, up to 32 on the season. I believe his 100th career home run. Up next, we're talking player props season long right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Closer and closer to the start of this NFL season, Donnie and I have been going through our division previews. And along the way, we've talked a lot about the player props for the key teams within those divisions and the key players within those divisions. After going over it all, Donnie and I have picked our five favorite season-long player props, whether it be receiving yards or 
passing touchdowns, whatever it might be, and we're going to go through these one by one. But the first question I wanted to ask you, Don, and just to kind of go over it as people still have a little bit of time to put these wagers in, is what the process was like for you as you were going through this market and what you maybe found yourself being drawn to in this market. Yeah, slow rolling is the way I like to call it over the summer. Just taking a look at how the props are opening up, you know, thinking about it, watching some preseason games, reading the tea leaves on each one of the football teams, but also trying to take a nice mix, Kevin, of veterans who have been there and done that before, who don't need to have exorbitant numbers here in 2021, and also maybe that next wave of players that you're saying like, hey, I really liked what I saw to these guys. I think that usage rate is going to continue to increase. And the one thing I did stay away from, Kevin, or the quarterback props overall. Because we talk about so many times handicapping games, what you see, what really fits your eye, and how you can actually break down the knowledge of what you see and turn that into cash. For some reason, when I look at the quarterback props, uh, this guy's going to throw for 4,700 yards. This guy will throw for 4,400 yards. It doesn't fit my eye frame as well as maybe a wide receiver prop on going over the yardage or maybe a running back prop in that aspect. Or even just taking a flyer on maybe an MVP where say, I think this guy can have a really good season. So I did stay away from the quarterback props, but I really like, Kevin, some of the wide receiver props and the running back props. And again, to anybody out there betting, what you're feeling comfortable with and what you see clearly, those are the wagers that you should be making here. Yeah, no doubt. I had to narrow this card down, and I did play one quarterback passing prop. We'll talk about it when we get there. But one of them that was kind of a final cut for me was the Joe Burrow prop, and it's because it's just like, I don't know what that's going to look like. Are they going to let him throw the ball a bazillion times? Is How is he going to feel off of the injury? And I think that's a great point is putting, play, again, season long, you have to have trust in these players or trust that the number is a little bit light so Donnie there's five of them that you have lined up here start wherever you'd like on some of the season-long wagers that you're getting involved with exactly and the same thing I was just talking about here on like the usage rate of guys some veteran guys and not big time numbers Kevin because what that actually means you know in layman's terms some of these guys I expect to have a big season. But if we're leaning on Kevin, 1,250 yards, 1,350 yards over a 17-game season, doable for some of these football players? Absolutely. But we're still in the stage where, you know, the COVID-19 virus is going around. Who's going to test positive? Who's not? Hamstring injuries. When you have those extremely high numbers, everything has to go right, meaning you must play 17 weeks, not get banged up or injured, and be a very effective football player. Let's start with the wide receiver position. And I like to go with an old, steady guy. And that's Keenan Allen out there on the West Coast for the Chargers. His prop number. And also, we've been talking about a lot of these props, guys, over the past couple weeks, and they have changed. I took some a few weeks ago when we originally talked about it, but I wanted to feel like I had some skin in the game with the people that are just getting in now and saying, hey, you know what? I'm ready for football season. Hey, Donnie, some of these numbers have really changed. Well, they have changed, and I came back in again to take those, so we both had some skin in the game at the same time. Keenan Allen's prop was 10.25 for a few weeks. It's now sitting at 10.50, and I took it again this morning at that 1050 number but if we're looking at target share kevin 100 targets 120 targets 130 targets that's what i expect this year once again from keenan allen so when you see the numbers here hey thousand yard wide receiver keep in mind also that you have the extra game from 16 to 17 that's going to matter also when you take a look last year he still did a very good job on the field being keenan allen with a rookie quarterback now a quarterback coming into his second year, we expect that maturation process to continue and even be a better quarterback. Also, as we know, you're going to have to score some points to win some football games versus teams like the Kansas City Chiefs out in your division. But when you take a look and say, how does this fit the eye frame and make the most sense for me? Because 1,050 yards is a very good season for a wide receiver, Kevin. But when you break it down, look, or excuse me, 1075 right now up from 1050. I apologize for that. 63 yards per game, Kevin. 63 mm -hmm. yards per game for Keenan Allen is certainly doable for me. That's the first place I went with this. So when you're looking at trying to break down what you like and what you don't like, give me a steady wide receiver that's going to have a lot of target share in a passing league with a quarterback that also should take another step. I really like this wager, Kevin. And I think, Don, as I look at the next guy you have on the list as well with Mike Evans is just that trust that these guys have built up year in, year out. Keenan Allen last year fell just shy of that 1,000-yard mark but missed two games. Again, 17 games on the slate. So there are three additional games to get there. You look at the three prior years, 1,300 yards, uh, you know, basically 1,200 yards and 1,200 yards. Keenan consistently getting there. And, Donnie, I'm sure that's a big reason why Mike Evans made your card. 
Big reason, because not only do I expect to have a big season out of Mike Evans, there are still a lot of mouths to feed there on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. you got Antonio Brown in the slot. Obviously, you got Godwin on one side, Mike Evans. you got Rob Gronkowski. You have a couple running backs need to eat. Tom Brady's out here. And also keep in mind, I talked about this many times also, teams that are looked to be good football teams, which Tampa Bay is probably one of the favorites, obviously, to win the Super Bowl, win the NFC. They're going to be up in a lot of football games late, meaning you might not get those extra yards. But when you take a look at players who really like each other and are teammates or in it together, there's a streak for Mike Evans that's continuing year after year after year, and that's getting him to 1,000 yards. And that means a lot for a football player. So if you're Tom Brady, you want to keep everybody happy. If this is late in the season once again, and Mike Evans has 850 yards with three games to go, you know darn well that they're going to sit down in a meeting and Tom's like, hey, man, I got you here. Don't worry about it. We're going to keep that streak alive. So we're not talking about Kevin 1,100 yards, 1,200 yards, 1,300 yards. Mike Evans' receiving prop, which was 1025 just a few weeks ago, now up to 1050, still makes a lot of sense for me. If we're talking about a guy who's a perennial 1,000-yard wide receiver, what has changed? And also, yes, I get to the point where there are a lot of mouths to feed, but you know what that means, Kevin? You can't take out Mike Evans in a game. You can't roll your coverage to double Mike Evans because everybody else will destroy you at the same time. So if I'm just looking for him to stay healthy, I get the extra game. And I know in the back of the minds of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, particularly Mike Evans, Tom Brady, head coach Bruce Arians, you like to keep streaks alive. And when that matters the most, Tom Brady's going to have your back there. I really like this wide receiver prop for him to go over 1,000 yards once again and take down this prop. It's incredible. Look at the consistency that Evans has delivered. And we've heard some of the Bucs players talk about like, hey, we're miles ahead of where we were last year in terms of coming into the season. And I'm sure with that full camp and year two under the belt makes all the sense in the world to me. And I noticed, Donnie, he had transitioned to some of the running backs you have there. There's another buck that is also going to make the card for you. No, certainly is. And by the way, you know, the wide receiver props changed a little bit over the past couple of weeks, but the running back props did not. And I still love them all the same here. So we flow down and we talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here first. Ronald Jones. 725 yards. It's clear to me, I believe, he's the best back in that backfield. Leonard Fournette, yes, mm-hmm. they're going to play a nice little one-two punch. But on the same premise that I've talked about where, hey, there's a lot of mouths to feed and maybe we don't get the extra yards we need for Mike Evans, but I still think he gets over his prop for the season receiving-wise, take a look at the running back position, Kevin, because the exact opposite is going to happen. If we expect Tampa Bay to win 11, 12, 13, 14 games and make a deep run into the playoffs, that means they're going to be up in the fourth quarter, which means they're salting away the clock, which you give it to your running backs, whether or not it be Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones. I think this one makes a lot of sense. So if I'm getting the up-and-coming running back with Ronald Jones as opposed to Leonard Fournette, take a look at just the prices that you're paying. The 725 is doable, but break that down on a 17-game schedule if he's healthy, Kevin. 42 yards per game? That's all I need when I think the majority of the time I'm going to be up in the fourth quarter and running the football under five minutes to go. Ronald Jones picks up a 100-yard game in week two, another 100-yard game in week six. You're well on your way to this one. I thought there was a lot of value in getting Ronald Jones since the Buccaneers will have a lead for most of the time in the fourth quarters at only 725 yards in the season. And I thought the Rojo thing is fascinating because if you look on the Tampa Bay Bucks website, they list Rojo as the starter. Everything indicates that yeah. Rojo is going to be the starter. And here's like, oh, well, well, what if it is Leonard? What if it is Leonard? Well, that was the playoffs, right? It was all Leonard Fournette's backfield. Ronald Jones had double-digit carries in every single one of those football games. If you're going to get that kind of a workload with that lead, I think the Rojo number makes all the sense in the world. We'll finish up Donnie's card. We'll talk about some of my favorite player props for this season next right here on The Early Line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Props nearly through Donnie's card. A couple of more running backs to get to Donnie. I'll pass it your way and let you do just that. Yes, taking a look at some running back position again. How about this? You know, it's a passing league, as we like to say. I went with two wide receiver props and three running back props. Just explain why I like Ronald Jones there for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let's flip it over to another young guy here for us on the Washington football team. Last year, 10 games started, played in 14 games, 170 rushes for 795 yards, and I think will be even more prominent this year. That is Antonio Gibson of the Washington football team. Number hasn't changed over the past couple weeks. 10-25 to get over that total. I think it's certainly doable in this instance. Breaking it down, Kevin, I think he's the clear lead back. I think they'll be able to move the football. I do think they actually win the division. So, at least in the divisional games, they're probably going to have a lead late in the fourth quarter, rely on the running game, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and a pretty sturdy defense, which means a lot of closer-to-the-vest type options in the fourth quarter trying to seal victories by winning with defense. That means my running back should get a handful more carries. And if you break it down just by game-by-game basis over 17 weeks, if Antonio Gibson is healthy, Kevin, that's 60 yards a game. Very doable here. The second and the last prop I have here for running backs, that is David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears. And you say, Donnie, not a very exciting pick. Looks like more of a plotter out there. But that's okay. That is fine. Because if we have Andy Dalton at quarterback, it's not going to be an aerial show. If we have a running quarterback who is young trying to learn his way around, you know, the young kid from Ohio State, Justin Fields, you're going to lean on your running game. Look at the last two seasons. 2019, 242 rushes, 889 yards. Then we take a look at 2020, 247 yards, excuse me, 247 rushes, 1,070 yards. Why can't we hit this 1,000 number here with 17 weeks as long as we stay healthy? He is going to get the carries. 1,000 yards is not a lot over 17 weeks when it looks like you're going to lean a lot on your ground game as opposed to letting either a young quarterback or Andy Dalton throw it all over the lot. And yes, Chicago. Green Bay, you're going to be playing in some bad weather conditions here. Lean on that running game, Kevin. So I do think they hit that thousand. He hits that thousand yard mark here. I don't want to say very easily, but I'm going to get the opportunities. I'm going to get the usage rate, and that's the way I'm looking. So that wraps up my prop bets here, Kevin. I know you got a five spot ready to go. Where are we going to first here? I want to start with Brandon Cooks right off of the bat because it's great, you know, as we're kind of getting set up here, a couple of the producers talking, and they both go, oh, that's bold. That's bold, Brandon Cooks. I didn't think so, but maybe it is. Here's the deal. Brandon Cooks receiving yards prop is 900 and a half. This is going to be year eight for Brandon Cooks. He's had 1,000-plus yards in five of his first seven seasons. He is what we talked about with Mike Evans, except we don't think of him in that way. Brandon Cooks has been a consistent performer. And I understand Tyrod Taylor is now the quarterback. Tyrod Taylor has legitimate NFL reps under his belt. But again, let's just say Tyrod throws for 3,400 yards, which is, by the way, very, very bad for a team that's going to be trailing in almost every single one of their football games in a passing lead. Like, all of you out there just went through your fantasy drafts. How many of you drafted the Texans' second wide receiver? How many of you even know who the Texans' second wide receiver is? Tyrod Taylor's going to throw to Brandon Cooks, and then Brandon Cooks, and then Brandon Cooks, and then Brandon Cooks. Once again, he has continually, Donnie, hit this mark. And I look around here in Houston, like, 
Even, like The guy averages almost 15 yards per catch. I can't see a world where Brandon Cooks isn't getting there. What's the worst-case scenario? The Texans have a fire sale and a contender brings him in to be their second wide receiver? I mean, you're, I, I like where you're going with this one because when you're saying second wide receivers on the Texans, they just signed, I believe, Danny Amendola yesterday. So that should let you know, Kevin, and I already was talking about, you know, <laughs> prognosis on the season. Could be a lot of games, Kevin, in the fourth quarter where this isn't really going mm-hmm. to be a close encounter with a victory for the Texans, which means they will be throwing the football. I like where you're going here. But the next one we have up here running back for the New England Patriots Seems to be the only guy left in the backfield, and this number is on the rise, and I absolutely agree with this pick from you, Kevin. Yeah, Damian Harris over 900 and a half rushing yards here, and it should be on the rise because Damian Harris looked like the clear and away top back in this backfield coming into the season. And then Sony Michelle was traded to the Rams and he became clearly and obviously the top running back in this backfield and then on top of that Cam Newton skipped town so now you don't have to worry about Cam's rushing usage potentially taking up a lot of what Damian Harris is going to be bringing to the table here and then add on top of that the production that we saw from Harris as the lead man for the New England Patriots in his 10 games last year he averaged nearly 70 rushing yards per game you will blow past this number if he does just that and here's perhaps Donnie one of my favorite things that I can use in his example as to why I like this Damian Harris number. We have some week one player props available. And this we can use to our advantage here because sometimes when you're doing the season-long stuff, I've heard people say, well, why not just bet these guys week to week to week? Well, Damian Harris has a week one player prop of 67 and a half yards. Donnie, if he averages 67 and a half yards over 17 games, once again, we are going to be blowing through this number of 900 and a half. Oh, and by the way, a rookie quarterback here of the five that I'm going to get to, Donnie, the Damian Harris over 900 and a half is my absolute favorite one on this board. It's a great one. It's a great pick that you picked out here. Now we're going to go to two younger quarterbacks here. The first one, we're going to start with the Philadelphia Eagles. If they expect a young quarterback that is athletic with some mobility in a brand new offense, he's probably going to be using his legs here. So normally, Kevin, we look towards the guys in the upper echelon like, hey, let's get a Lamar Jackson prop. But talk about this Eagles quarterback that you're digging on for rushing in 2021. The only reason the Hurts prop isn't my favorite is because almost all things Eagles-related tend to stress me out more than they need to. But I cannot understand 625.5 for a rushing prop on Jalen Hurts. You look at what Jalen Hurts did last year when he took over for the Philadelphia Eagles. There were three games that Hurts was the starter and finished that football game. His rushing totals in those games, 106 63 69. What am I missing? If you're with us on the TV side, you see Jalen Hurts right there against the Cardinals running in touchdowns because that's how Jalen Hurts is going to be able to make a name for himself in this league. That's what's going to be able to separate Jalen Hurts from the pack is his ability to be a running quarterback in the Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, even your Josh Allen vein. That is what they're going to need from Jalen Hurts. And 625 and a half. Jalen Hurts is going to have a game of 100 rush yards because he did it last year with only three games that do. Like, I'm going to have one game that's going to take up a sixth of this, and I have 17 weeks to get there. I guess the only caveat that people would slap is say, hey, listen, you know, be careful, running quarterbacks, running quarterbacks. You know, I've heard that about Lamar, and he keeps getting to 1,000 yards. So I'm not too worried about it. And again, I don't need Jalen Hurts to get to 1,000 yards. I need him to get to 625 and a half. And I might as well piggyback Donnie and just go to the Trevor Lawrence portion, uh, portion here, 4,100 and a half passing yards. This comes down to two main things. The first is the Jacksonville Jaguars, even if I think they can improve, how much is improving? If they win four more games, they're only going to win five games. Again, this is a team that is going to trail quite a bit. And that is a big buoy to a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who's got, you know, a passing prop here of 4,100 and a half yards. The second thing, and I put this in my notes on as I was kind of breaking these down and writing them all up, and I just wrote, I'm backing Trevor. 
because I think that Trevor Lawrence is the best rookie quarterback. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to come into this league and deliver. I think he's going to be a superstar. I think the fact that we've known he was going to be the number one overall pick for three years before we ever got to this draft is going to be proven correct. And I think he's going to be able to spin it around. And I'll say this for as bad as this Jacksonville roster looks at time. The wide receiver position's not all that bad. We've seen DJ Shark be, ta- be good before. Marvin Jones Jr. is a legitimate, talented wide receiver. And LaVisca Chenault is an explosive wide receiver who they can use in a lot of creative ways. I know it's a big ask for a rookie quarterback, but I think they're going to need to do it. And I think if anybody can handle it, it can be Trevor Lawrence. I like where you're going on that one. And also a contract year for a wide receiver, similar to I took a look at Mike Evans saying, hey, I need this guy to go over 1,000 yards to keep that streak alive. Chicago Bears, I'm rooting for a little bit more on the ground, Kevin. You're rooting for a little Mm -hmm. bit more in the air by their star receiver. Well, the good thing for us, Donnie, is when it comes to the Bears skills positions, the gap between Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, and whatever else they qualify as their skill position players is monumental. And this is basically what the Bears did last year, and it's kind of what I think the Bears will do again. A lot of David Montgomery. A lot of Allen Robinson and a lot of Allen Robinson. Look, the number is 1075 and a half. He's gone over that number both full seasons that he's been in Chicago. Last year was almost at 1,300 receiving yards. And here's the beautiful thing about Allen Robinson is I don't have to worry about because initially Don I was like, I don't, what if it's Dalton? What if it's Justin Fields? You know, this is a guy that put up 1,400 yards with Blake Bortles as his quarterback. This is a guy that put up 1,250 last year with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles and Amario Gora. Like, he's gone through it all. Oh, you switch quarterbacks on me? Don't worry, I'm amazing. Oh, the quarterbacks aren't very good? Don't worry, I'm amazing. When we go out there and we rank our 10 best wide receivers in football, we probably too often don't include Allen Robinson's name in that group. He is one of the best wide receivers that the league has to offer. And I'm not paying your Hopkins or your Stefan Diggs-esque prices. I like him to go over that number. We are, though, going to talk a little bit about Hopkins and Diggs-esque on some FanDuel Sportsbook odds boost, but that'll do it for some season-long player props with the early line rolls on. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Right here on 
Sports. Greg, before we do a little hot or not, I want to make sure I let everybody know where you can find us on social media. Check us out on all of our different Twitter platforms to get the latest updates of everything that we're doing here on the grid, breaking news, and of course, all of the important betting advice that you need. Follow us at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. Also, can find us at SportsGrid Radio, myself at the Kevin Walsh, and Donnie at Right side VP Donnie with some of the best videos in the business mm. running around that room with a lot of gizmos mm. and gadgets to entertain you. So make sure you follow all of that stuff. <laughs> the other thing I want to do, Donnie, before we get to hot or not, though, is I want to circle back to the Jalen Hurts prop and ask you from the perspective of obviously not just a better, but as a Birds fan, like that Jalen Hurts number, when you see that, does the part of you think to yourself, I don't want him running all over the field, or is it more, no, that's who he is, and that's what he's going to have to do to be successful. That's who young quarterbacks are in the NFL who are very athletic. That's what they know. And certainly when you're trying to ingratiate yourself to your teammates, you're trying to win the starting job. Now, look, they named him the starting quarterback. Obviously, we know that. You're going to do everything in your power to keep that job. You could just go back, what, 20 years ago when Donovan McNabb was a young quarterback before he said, you know, Hey, I'm uh, busting up my knees here. I'm not running anymore. He literally ran to keep that offense alive each and every game routinely at sometimes going over 100 yards, even in playoff games. Young quarterbacks are going to run. Those legs are fresh. They don't know any better. As opposed to just staying in the pocket an extra second or two, they're going to take off. And I think he's going to do everything in his power to keep the chains moving, Kevin. As a young quarterback, I love it. The same way we look at Lamar Jackson, 900 yards is his rushing power for the season. Love it. Just take a look in two or three years down the line when that goes, Kevin, from 900 to 850 to 800 to 750. Older quarterbacks stop running. Young quarterbacks run. I like where you're going with that Jalen Hurts thing. I just think it's like as an Eagles fan, it's what I want to see from him. I don't have these grand ideas that he's going to be some elite all-world pocket passer. It's this thing that we've talked about with Lamar for the beginning seasons of his career. People like, oh, he's not a perfect pocket passer. Yeah, I know, but he's the best running quarterback the league's ever seen. Why that? Like, You have to be able to marry those things in the evaluation there, and it's why I think that Jalen Hurts number provides a lot of juice. As we transition to hot or not, though, we actually have the ability to talk about another season-long player prop through the eyes of a FanDuel Sportsbook odds boost. And a real interesting one here on either DeAndre Hopkins or Stefan Diggs to lead the NFL in receiving yards for the upcoming season. This is paying out, Donning, at a plus 400 price. I like it. I really do. Because anytime you're going to give me an odds boost and give me the leaders in the clubhouse, which DeAndre Hopkins here sitting at a plus 750 to lead the league in total receiving yards, quickly followed or closely followed by Stefan Diggs at plus 800, then you have a drop off. Plus 10 or 10 to 1, 12 to 1, 13 to 1. It does make a lot of sense because if you're looking for Arizona, they run an up tempo offense. Even though AJ Green comes over, okay, we'll see what happens. But the guy still that you want with the football that's going to get the remaining target share on that football team and the majority of the target share is DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs. If I think coming up a little bit later, their quarterback being Josh Allen is going to have a very good season, you know who benefits from having a very good season? That would be Stephon Diggs, two big-time wide receivers that you know were involved number one in the game plan every single week. Then you have Calvin Ridley, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, DK Metcalf. Devontae Adams is an interesting one, Kevin, at 13-1 to also. Because the same way we talk about keeping streaks alive and getting wide receivers paid, Devontae Adams wants to be paid at a high level. He's going to have a big season. Aaron Rodgers will take care of him. But Mm -hmm. simple point here, absolutely hot on this odds boost. The two top guys you're giving me to start the season? Sounds like good odds to me, Kevin. I think it's a great boost in that you not only have Donnie options one and two on the board, but just go through last year. They finished first and third, respectively. Diggs led the NFL, and DeAndre Hopkins was third with only Travis Kelsey in between the two. The one thing that I will toss out there in terms of who jumps out if you're going to just bet this market traditionally outside of the boost, the third choice, I don't think you have to go down too far, is Calvin Ridley at 10-1. to Calvin, last year, Donnie, finished with the fifth most receiving yards in the NFL, did so in 15 games, and now Julio Jones is gone. Yes, Kyle Pitts comes in. Yes, I think Kyle Pitts can be good. That is a rookie tight end. 
that is in no way going to replicate what Julio Jones brings to the table. And yes, I understand Julio missed a bunch of games. Look at what Calvin Ridley did in the games that Julio Jones missed. Calvin Ridley is going to have a monster, monster monster season wouldn't surprise me if when we're doing that some of our favorite week one player props Calvin Ridley over receiving yards against the Philadelphia Eagles makes the cut as we transition here to kind of a player prop in a way for a single game Le'Veon Bell finds himself now a Baltimore Raven Donnie hot or not Lev Bell will score a touchdown against the Steelers this season There is a backdrop to this, Kevin. I'm going to let you explain that a little further later. But I'm going to say Mm -hmm. right now, not. It's not because I don't think Le'Veon Bell can be a capable running back in the Hmm. NFL. I think maybe a better question on this hot or not for me, Kevin, will Le'Veon Bell even be on the Ravens when they do play the Steelers? Might be a little bit more apropos Mm -hmm. in this stop because, hey, it's a running back. I know you need help here. How much is going to be right? Is he going to be a happy camp when they say, hey, Le'Veon, you're going to come in and start on the practice squad, which he is, and then we might bring you up if we need you, but by no means are you going to be carrying the full freight of this offense. That's not going to be your job. So normally, you know, when you try to say, hey, I'm going to play the Steelers. This is my old haunt coach. Let me get my run here. I'm going to say not here, Kevin, but I want to hear your explanation also because I do agree with your explanation on why you might not be able to get pay dirt and where it's happened in the past. So this question is, is like half an inside joke. Because last year, I'm sure a lot of you, if you were you know, you know, know, playing player props to score a touchdown props specifically, might remember this. The Kansas City Chiefs signed Le'Veon Bell. They had the New York Jets on the slate. And they were massive, like 17-point favorites against the Jets. And they blew them out, too. Going into that game, everybody's like, Lev Bell's going to score, Lev Bell's going to score, Lev Bell's going to score. It was the biggest guarantee in football history that Le'Veon Bell was going to score a touchdown which allowed a place like the FanDuel Sportsbook brilliantly to post a backup running back to score a touchdown prop at, like, even money. He had, like, better odds than Clyde Edwards-Alaire to get into the end zone. Well, what do you know? Andy Reid didn't care one bit about that nonsense. Le'Veon Bell didn't get into the end zone. It turns out to out too now. Le'Veon Bell basically hates Andy Reid and wouldn't surprise me if it has something to do with that. I have to bring this up because, Donnie, let me see exactly the first time that these teams meet because they've already reported that they're going to pretty swiftly be moving Le'Veon Bell to the 53-man roster. And that first meeting between these teams here isn't until week 13. Now, I don't know what Le'Veon Bell's workload (laughs) is going to look like, but it won't matter. When they play for the first time, Man, I already know the Ravens are going to make sure that he scores against the Steelers, sticks it to the You think Harbaugh cares, man? Now, if Le'Veon Bell's the number one running back on the team at the time, Gus Edwards can't hold the job down, sure, no problem. But that's why I bring this up because, and I was going to jokingly put in brackets like minus 600 for Le'Veon Bell to score against the Steelers because that's what people are going to put up. But I don't even know if the guy's going to score a touchdown this year. He is, for the time being, on a practice squad, although that certainly is a team that does need some running back help. As they just like losing J.K. Dobbins is one thing, to then lose Justice Hill on top of that is you're about to get ready for the season is just a whole other thing. It's been unfortunate for them in that respect. As we continue to shift through, sticking with some football, but going over to the college game. Fresh AP top 25 gets dropped. And Donnie and I were looking through this, and I said, Donnie, look at that top 25. Tell me what jumps out to you. And something stood out to him, and I think he makes a good point here. The ACC constantly taking hits here, especially their top three teams coming into the season. So hot or not, Donnie, the ACC's fall in the top 25 is an overreaction. Absolutely. It's hot. It's an overreaction. What did we anticipate? Let's go over the three teams, Kevin, that we're talking about, right? We'll start with the Clemson Tigers. Neutral site, two-and-a-half point line. They lose by a touchdown to the Georgia Bulldogs. So, oh, yeah, now we're the number two team overall in the country. Let's flip it down to Miami. Did we expect Miami to be in a barn burner with Alabama getting nearly 20 points at game time? No, and they lost, and they were supposed to lose. Now, you take a look at North Carolina. A lot of question marks coming in. Elite 
talent at quarterback, but lost a lot of players that helped him be an elite quarterback from 2020. And oh yeah, they played at Virginia Tech the first time with full stands, enter Sandman opening night. It was an unbelievably tough atmosphere. And keep in mind, what was North Carolina favored by, Kevin? Five, five and a half points. This wasn't 25 and a half points. So the fact that the ACC teams are sliding down, it's not a surprise to me. It's not an overreaction. They're still good football teams. Carolina's a good football team. Miami's a good football team. Clemson's a good football team. Maybe not the elites of Alabama or Georgia, but when you take a look at the ACC, two spots again where they lost. Two Alabama, number one, two Georgia. Number two, and then you see a tough place with Virginia Tech. You lose a close, hard-fought battle at Lane Stadium, which was rocking. Overreaction here, and I love overreactions early in the season, but come Mm -hmm. on now. The ACC will get better as the year goes on. Don't fret out here. These huge drops, they'll rebound. So Don and I had some fun last night on In Play Sports Tonight going over the college football landscape with some overreactions of our own. Bama, easiest path they've ever had. You know, Cincinnati and Desmond Ritter got to get themselves into the playoff, this, that, and the third. But if I had to pick here, Donnie, I think I actually might side on the line of this not being an overreaction. If you just go through the main three teams, Clemson, Miami, and UNC. UNC couldn't move the football against Vatek. Sam Howell threw three picks. What do we know about UNC coming into the year? They lost their four best skill position players from last year. Yes, it's game one. That's very concerning that they only scored 10 points. Donnie, if I told you Vatek was going to score 17, you would have lost all the money in the bank account betting a UNC money line at that point. At least I know I would have. How in the world were they held to 10? That is incredibly concerning about that football team. While I understand Miami was going out there and playing Alabama, at the end of the day, that is the measuring stick of college football in Alabama. It was non-competitive. It's not like they lost by 14. They didn't backdoor cover the spread like Notre Dame did in a college football playoff. Thank you very much. No, no, no. Miami got embarrassed. They got beaten from pillar to post, and they didn't look like they belonged whatsoever. So if I tell you that Miami's not a top 20 team in the country, it probably sounds about right. There's got to be a drop down for that result. The Clemson one is something that I keep coming back to because I think I entered yesterday's show maybe overreacting on Clemson's loss. I felt like I probably walked in with an attitude that said that that team didn't belong inside the top 10, and that is unfair. Their defense was equally as impressive as Georgia's in that football game. They just weren't able to turn their interception into a house call. But at the end of the day, Donnie, Clemson, in a way, Only falling to six isn't that bad. If they would have put Cincinnati and Notre Dame and Iowa in front of Clemson, you would have had my full support there. Clemson only falling to six, I actually don't think is all too harsh. No, it's not that harsh, and it still sets them up for a great regular season. There's nobody in there. They'll be favored all the way through, including the ACC championship. They'll still be in the playoff. I'm going to stick to that, even though they lost opening night to the Georgia Bulldogs. They do remain considerable favorites to make in uh, a spot into the college football playoff. Up next here, one more hot or not, one of my favorite things in the world to do. Ask Donnie if there's value on a Major League Baseball future. It's not the Cardinals, but it's an interesting one. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Final segment here, hour number one. We'll talk a little Major League Baseball quickly. Major League Baseball preview still coming for you in hour number two, so do not worry. But yesterday, Donnie said something in passing on In Play Sports Tonight that I quickly turned into a hot or not because, well, the Rays just obliterate everyone, or specifically, I guess, the Red Sox these days. And they are right now the second choice to go out there and win the American League at plus 270. Donnie, hot or not, there's value on the Rays at that number to win the AL. On September 8th, how could I say no at this point? Every night they go out and win. It doesn't matter who the starting pitcher is. Me, you, a fan from the stands. It seems like that's what they're getting out of their starting pitchers. And consistently winning. Getting clutch hitting. Making the right moves. Closing out games in the bullpen. If you're down seven runs, it doesn't matter. They win or they'll blow you out by seven runs, uh, vice versa. Take a look at the odds here. Houston Astros at the FanDuel Sportsbook, plus 190. Right behind them, the Rays. Also along with the White Sox, 270. Take a look at up and down. Now, I'm just going to say that Garrett Cole is going to be healthy for the remainder of the season. Astros, better pitching, starting pitching-wise. White Sox, better starting pitching. Yankees, better starting pitching. Red Sox now at sale, better starting pitching. Toronto, better starting pitching. But the Tampa Rays don't care about starting pitching. Get three innings out of your starter. We'll handle the rest and get clutch hitting. Plus 270, absolutely hot on this one. And there is value on the Rays winning the AL. Like it seems like every year there is, and nobody takes it. And here's the thing at this point I can't deny. The Rays have the same record as the Dodgers. Like, this isn't a case of like, oh, the ALE. They're playing in what a lot of people consider the best division in baseball, I think, or at least one of, because you have four legitimate teams. Obviously, Baltimore is a disaster, and they've murdered Baltimore all year long. But the Yanks, the Red Sox, and the Rays, and trust me, the Yanks, the Red Sox, and the Rays have not enjoyed their games uh, against Tampa Bay, or the Blue Jays, I should say. And let me add this. They have the best run differential in the American League. And Donnie's right. Their pitching is not a plus. But guess who has scored the most runs in Major League Baseball this season? In all of Major League Baseball, the Rays, by 30 runs. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Nelson Cruz, the additions work. The Rays are good. It's annoying, but they're really good. Really, really good. Hour number two is next. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.